The Interrupters. What do you suppose happened at the garden club today? Mrs. Franklin asked her husband at dinner. Before Mr. Franklin could answer, Benji Franklin said, Hey, Dad, I'm the pitcher of our team. Please don't interrupt, Benjamin, Mr. Franklin said. Now what happened at your garden club, Carol? Well, John, I won the first prize for my arrangement for Scythia and Driftwood, Mrs. Franklin said. The thing I don't understand about flower arrangements, Mr. Franklin began when Stevie interrupted to say, I caught a little green frog on my way home from school. Don't interrupt, Daddy, Mrs. Franklin said. Now what is it you don't understand about flower arrangements, John? I don't see why you don't use flowers. Why you always have to use... Sally Franklin interrupted. She said, I need a new pair of roller skates. My roller skates are so slow, I'm ashamed to skate on them, and... You had roller skates last spring, and I need a new baseball, Benji began, when Stevie interrupted to say, This little frog was just sitting there. Benji interrupted, I can't pitch with that old ball. Sally said, Everybody in our block has new roller skates, and I... As each child interrupted, the talk became louder and louder until they were all shouting. Mr. Franklin shouted louder than anyone. Be quiet, all of you. I desire to finish my thought. Now, the thing I don't understand about flower arrangements is why you don't use flowers. Why you always have to stuff sticks or old weeds or seed pods or broken flower pots in with the flowers. Mrs. Franklin smiled indulgently at her husband and began explaining. Flower arranging is an art. When Sally interrupted, if I try to make figure eights with a broken strap, I'll probably kill myself. Ball bearings only cost... Stevie interrupted her. Do you like to see my little frog? I've got... Benji interrupted him. Doesn't anyone in this family care whether I'm captain of my baseball team? Doesn't anyone... Stop interrupting! Mr. Franklin shouted again. There was quiet for a minute. Mrs. Franklin began again. Flower arranging is an art. There she was interrupted by a loud scream from Sally. Mother, Daddy, Stevie has a frog in his pocket. I heard it. I heard it. Eee! Stevie, said Mrs. Franklin, do you have a frog in your pocket? Well, yes, I just happened to, said Stevie, reaching in and bringing out a very small green tree frog. Ooh, Sally squealed, take it away. Hey, let me see it, Benji said. Boy, he's nifty. How did you catch him? It wasn't hard, said Stevie. I was just walking along and I heard him. Take the frog outside, Mr. Franklin said sternly. Oh, Daddy, not outside, Stevie said. He'll get away. Outside, Mr. Franklin repeated. Stevie started slowly to his feet, carefully holding the frog between his cupped hands. When he got to the kitchen door, he turned to his mother. Say, Mother, he said, this frog would be just right for your flower arrangements. Why, Stevie, what a wonderful idea, said Mrs. Franklin excitedly but how would I get him to stay in the bowl? Oh, cheaper'd stay, said Stevie. He's awful tame. He does just anything I want him to. If he's so tame and does what you want him to, put him outside and tell him to wait there for you, Mr. Franklin said. Benji said, oh, gee, Daddy, can't we put him in the basement? He'll get lost outside. Mr. Franklin said, all right, put him in the basement, but put him in a box or something. Now, Carol, dear, what were you telling me about flower arranging? Mrs. Franklin smiled and began again. I said, flower arranging is an art.
Hey, Daddy, is this box all right? Stevie called from the kitchen where he was standing on a high stool rummaging around on a shelf. Franklin said, Don't interrupt. Your mother is talking. Mrs. Franklin began. Flower arranging is... Stevie came into the dining room, poked at his father's arm, and whispered in a loud, hoarse whisper, Is this box all right, Daddy? Mr. Franklin put his hands up to his head. I'm going crazy, he said. Interrupt, interrupt, interrupt. That's all these children do. We haven't finished a sentence in this house for weeks. Now, Stevie, you stand right here and wait until your mother finishes explaining that flower arranging is an art. And Stevie did, although it took Mrs. Franklin almost 15 minutes. It was very uninteresting to him, and his frog kept cheeping loudly. The very second Mrs. Franklin finished her explanation of flower arranging, Stevie said, Hey, Daddy, is this box all right? Yes, 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 said Mr. Franklin. Go put the frog in it. Carol, do you suppose that Mrs. Pigglewiggle knows a cure for interrupting? I wouldn't be surprised, said Mrs. Franklin. I'll call... Sally interrupted. If I had new roller skates, I could do a double figure. What do frogs eat, called Benji from the basement stairs. Eight backwards, finished Sally. Are flies all right, called Stevie. Sally said, I could help with the dishes every night. I mean, dead flies, called Stevie. To pay for them, and it wouldn't, Sally began. Benji yelled, Stevie has the box half full of dead old flies. Won't that kill this little frog? Sally said, if you don't leave roller skates outside. Hey, Mom, Benji's dumping flies all over the basement stairs, Stevie called. Call Mrs. Piggle Wiggle right now, roared Mr. Franklin. So Mrs. Franklin did. Mrs. Piggle Wiggle said, I have some wonderful magic interrupter powder. It comes with two little blowers, and I would suggest that you and Mr. Franklin each use one. At the dinner table, when you start to talk, have Mr. Franklin blow the powder at the children. When he talks, you blow the powder on the children. There will be no interrupting, I guarantee. Why don't you send Benji and Stevie over for it now while it's still light outside? Mrs. Franklin said she would, thanked Mrs. Pigglewiggle, and hung up. Benji and Stevie were glad to go because they loved Mrs. Pigglewiggle, and anyway, they wanted to show her their frog cheaper. While they were gone, Mrs. Franklin and Sally washed the dishes, and Mr. Franklin smoked his pipe and read the paper. When the boys came home, they gave the package to their mother and then went right to the basement to fix their frog because Mrs. Pigglewiggle had given them a box. Had given them a box of frog food and they were anxious to see if Cheaper would eat it. They asked Sally to come to the basement with them, but she had a map to draw, so she went up to her room. When they were alone, Mr. and, Mr. and Mrs. Franklin opened Mrs. Pigglewiggle's package. It contained a little can of white powder and two little blowers. The directions on the can said, Interrupter Powder. Place a small amount of the powder in the bowl of the blower. Then when you wish to stop an interrupter, blow a little of the powder in a space. The powder cannot be seen or felt, but it is wiser to blow it when the interrupter is not looking. Mr. and Mrs. Franklin were most anxious to try the magic powder, but knew that it would be wiser to wait until breakfast time the next morning. So they sent the children to bed early and spent the rest of the evening in blissful, uninterrupted quiet. Just before they went to bed, they filled their little magic blowers and put them on the table in the upper hall, where they wouldn't forget them. The next morning, they could hardly wait for the children to come to breakfast and begin, begin interrupting. 
When at last they had all assembled on purpose, Mr. Franklin began a long, dull story about the value of getting up early. Before the children had a chance to see how long and dull the story was going to be, and while they were all turned toward Mr. Franklin, Mrs. Franklin took her little blower and blew the magic powder on them. Then Mr. Franklin began. When I was a boy, I loved to get up early. Nobody ever had any trouble getting me out of bed. I used to get up early every single morning. At first, I used to get up late, about 6.30. Then I started to get up at 5.30. Then I decided that that wasn't early enough, so I began getting up at 4.30. Benji started to interrupt. There's a boy at school. He began, but that was as far as he got. His mouth opened and closed like a goldfish, but no sound came out. Mr. Franklin looked at him, smiled, and continued. At 4.30, so I could see the beauty of the sunrise and hear the early morning sounds. Stevie tried to interrupt. My teacher says, but that was as far as he got. His mouth snapped open and shut and snapped open and snapped closed, like a spectacle case, but no sound came out. Sally began to laugh and to point at the boys. Hey, look, she began. Then her mouth just stayed open, wide open. She looked like a board with a knot hole in it. Mr. Franklin looked around at his gaping children, smiled with pleasure, and continued. Sounds of birdsong and peace could smell the delicious fragrance of flowers drenched with dew, could watch the sun come up and give the gray earth form and color. He finished his story in complete, uninterrupted silence. Then Mrs. Franklin said, John, do you think I should have the weavers to dinner Friday night? They are terrible bores, but we do owe. Benji tried to interrupt. He said, today is the... But no one ever found out what today was because his mouth just stayed open like Sally's. Mrs. Franklin continued, Owe them a dinner, and the charmers are not to... Sally started to say something. You told me not... The sound stopped, but her mouth snapped open and snapped shut and snapped open and snapped shut like a spectacle case. There was no sound. Stevie said, what's the matter? But the word seemed to choke in his throat and his mouth opened and shut and opened and shut like a goldfish. Mrs. Franklin continued, Char Charmers. The Chalmers are not too bright themselves, so it, would be really, so it would really be killing two birds with one stone. Which is a fine way to talk about your cooking, said Mr. Franklin, laughing. The children didn't say anything. They just sat there like a knot hole, a fish, and a spectacle case. That afternoon, Mrs. Franklin had some of the ladies from her garden club for tea. She asked Sally to pass the sandwiches and the boys to keep the kettle boiling and to wash the cups. Sally had on her best roughly white pinafore and the boys washed clear above the watermarks on their wrists. And everything went very smoothly until Mrs. Wintersmelt began explaining the value of chicken wire and flower arrangements. All the ladies were listening in a most eager way when suddenly the kitchen door was flung open and Benji and Stevie came racing into the room. Isn't it watercrest, Mother? Stevie said. Ah, listen to that dummy, said Benji. Anybody knows it's water cresk. Boys, said Mrs. Franklin, go out to the kitchen. You have interrupted Mrs. Wintersmelt. The boys went sheepishly out to the kitchen, and Mrs. Franklin excused herself, picked up her little blower from the hall table, and followed them. 
just as they turned the corner from the pantry to the kitchen. She covered them with a the magic powder, then gave them a short, firm lecture. Then, just for safety's sake, she called to Sally, who was listening outside the doorway anyway, hoping the boys might be slapped a little, and told her to fix some more lemon slices. When she was getting the lemons out of the cooler and had her back turned, Mrs. Franklin sprayed her with the magic powder, then went back to the living room to catch the end of Mrs. Wintersmelt's advice on chicken wire. When Mrs. Wintersmelt had acknowledged the clapping that followed her talk, Mrs. Backscratcher began a talk on how much more effective flower arrangements are when you don't use flowers at all. She was well into her subject and describing a lovely flower arrangement she had brought with her made of toothpicks and bottle caps. When Sally tried to interrupt her to tell her that they made things out of toothpicks at school, she told Mrs. Backscratcher's arm and began, We make... But that was as far as she got. Her mouth just stayed open. Mrs. Backscratcher stopped talking and stared at her. Does the child stammer? she asked Mrs. Franklin. No, said Mrs. Franklin, in a most exasperated way. She interrupts, which is worse. Go out to the kitchen, Sally. Sally, her mouth still wide, went. Mrs. Backscratcher continued, You know, ladies, that is a very funny thing. That little girl's mouth open reminds me of a lovely arrangement I saw in Chicago made out of a knot hole and a bunch of grass. The ladies all moved their chairs closer. Mrs. Franklin, from the corner of her eye, saw the kitchen door swing open. Benji and Stevie edged into the hall and began, Mom, Stevie, Mom, Benji. That was all. They stood there, their mouths opening and closing and no sound coming out. The ladies all stopped listening to Mrs. Backscratcher and peered out at the children. A Mrs. Wartsnoggle, who was deaf and wore an earphone, thought the children were saying something, and so she turned her earphone up as high as it would go. Then when she still didn't hear anything, she took out the batteries and tapped on them. Mrs. Franklin got up and pushed the boys back into the kitchen. Mrs. Backscratcher continued. Two pipe cleaners and a vanilla cork put into an empty sardine can. Only to Mrs. Wargle's Wartsnoggle it came out. Two pipe cleaners and a vanilla cork put into an empty sardine can until she turned her earphone down. For the rest of the afternoon, the children stayed in the kitchen. But just to be safe, Mrs. Franklin kept the little blower in her knitting bag. At dinner, Mr. Franklin blew so much magic powder on the children that they didn't even start to interrupt, just turned their heads toward the person they hoped to interrupt, and opened and closed their mouths, or kept their mouths open, and or snapped open and snapped shut like a spectacle case. Finally, Sally, during a pause in the conversation, and when she was not interrupting, asked her mother and daddy what made Benji and Stevie and her suddenly stop talking and look like a fish. So Mr. and Mrs. Franklin explained about the magic interrupter powder and showed the children the little blowers. Benji said, I think that's a good idea, but I think you and Daddy should have some too. You interrupt lots of times. Mr. Franklin said, Benjamin... Your mother and I are grown up. Mrs. Franklin said, I think Benjamin is right. And she blew a big puff of powder on Mr. Franklin. He grabbed his blower and, and blew some on her. Then everyone laughed. A few minutes later, Mr. Franklin tried to interrupt Mrs. Franklin's rather long, drawn-out description of her tea and was certainly surprised to have his mouth open wide and stay open and no sound come out.
Then Mrs. Franklin tried to interrupt Benjamin's night before last dream, which turned out to be a rehash of Treasure Island. Her mouth opened and shut and opened and shut like a cod. My, the children and Mr. Franklin laughed. Of course, the Franklins used up all the magic powder in two weeks, but its spell lasted, and to this day, nobody in that family ever interrupts anyone else. It is just a pleasure to tell a story at the Franklin's house. You can always count on an uninterrupted eager attention, even if you are the biggest bore in the world.